What is up, everybody? It is JT Sports. I'm back to you guys with another episode of the JT Sports Podcast. And on this episode, I am here with my college football national championship preview and prediction. We have Georgia taking on Alabama and a rematch of the SEC championship game, which Alabama got the best of Georgia in their last encounter. Now, if this is your first time listening to the JT Sports Podcast, welcome. I appreciate you for tuning in make sure that you follow me on instagram my instagram is jt sports underscore i would tell you to follow my twitter but my twitter account currently is suspended because it got hacked and somebody ended up getting my account disabled so i don't know when that's coming back but we have georgia alabama squaring off And a lot of people are really salty or really upset that we have an SEC versus SEC national championship game. And I've been really entertained with a lot of people going on Twitter and ranting about it, saying that we have to find a way to keep this from happening. Then, of course, you have your SEC conspiracy theories. All the committee knew that this was going to happen the whole time. It's a bias towards the SEC. Like, just a bunch of conspiracy theories out there. It's a bunch of people who are upset that we have a rematch of the SEC championship game. And I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't know why anybody is surprised that this happened. 24-7 has a tool called the 24-7 Team Talent Composite Rankings. And basically what it is, is that 24-7 Sports compiles all the teams in college football and they list them in order of who has more five stars, who has more four stars, three stars, et cetera, et cetera. And they list them in order in terms of the most talented teams in college football. And you want to know what's crazy? The number one team, according to 24-7 team talent composite ranking, was Alabama. You know who is number two? Georgia. You know who is number three? Ohio State. And you want to know what the team talent composite rankings was last year in 2020? It was Georgia Alabama, Ohio State, Clemson. You want to know who made the playoffs last year? Hmm. Crazy. So I don't know why everybody is acting so surprised that we have a Alabama versus Georgia national championship game. When in all honesty, a lot of people predicted this happening before the season. Everybody had Georgia and Alabama, or at least I thought that a good amount of people had Georgia and Alabama in the national championship game before the season started, because that's what my prediction was. My college football playoffs prediction before the season was Alabama, Georgia, or Oregon and Cincinnati. Oregon didn't get in, but at least I got three out of the four teams right. So I don't know why so many people act like they're so surprised that this had happened. This isn't a mistake, ladies and gentlemen. Like these have been the two best teams in college football. You look at how Georgia dominated Michigan and the Orange Bowl. I was fairly surprised. And many of us expected the Orange Bowl to be the most competitive game out of the two matchups because we knew that Alabama was pretty much going to take care of Cincinnati, even though Cincinnati was hanging around with Alabama, at least from the first three quarters, it was 17-6, but there was never a moment in that game that 
Cincinnati had anything really going that made you say, okay, Cincinnati may win this thing. Like, there was never a moment in this game. Like, from the opening drive, you could tell how the game was going to go, that Alabama was going to roll. Brian Robinson pretty much ran for 200 rushing yards. Like, Cincinnati couldn't really get anything going on offense. Their defense, I was surprised of how their defense played. I thought that Alabama would have easily put 35 on Cincinnati's defense. But their Cincinnati but Cincinnati's defense was fairly good in that game. Their offense, on the other hand, wasn't able to get anything going. And then the dominance of Georgia over Michigan was fairly surprising because you look at the point spread going into that game. I believe Georgia was only like an eight and a half point favorite going into that game. So Vegas felt like that game was going to be close also. And you look at how those two teams were built. They were built pretty similar. Well, obviously, we see the talent gap, and that's what a lot of people have to understand. Like, the talent gap in college football is huge when you compare the number one team and the number two teams in America to the rest of the field. And then you have everybody trying to figure out ways to even out the playing field in college football, talking about some maybe the NCAA should take some scholarships away from Georgia and Alabama. Like, what? Huh? So you want to penalize Alabama and Georgia for being good just to make the rest of the sport even? That's not how this works. If you want to get on the level of Alabama and Georgia, you know what you have to do? Go out there and recruit on the same level as Alabama and Georgia. It's not rocket science. Alabama wasn't built overnight. This was a process that Nick Saban went through to get to this point. It was a process that Kirby Smart went through to get Georgia to this point. Everybody's just trying to find ways to even out the playing field, expanding the college football playoffs. Like, I would never understand why people People are just so frustrated with dominance and they want to find ways to demean teams just for being successful. Like, look at Texas A&M right now. They're doing things the proper way. If you want to close the gap in college football, you have to find a way to recruit on the same level of Georgia and Alabama. Stop crying and tell your team to go out and get the job done. And off topic, but does this t-shirt look a little big to y'all? Because, you know, I ordered this in a medium and, you know, I do wear a medium, and it doesn't really look that bad, but, you know, it's kind of a little big. But you guys let me know down in the comment section if this t-shirt looks a little bit too big to y'all because it kind of feels a little bit big to me. But anyway, Stetson Bennett. If Stetson Bennett is able to lead Georgia to a national championship win over Alabama, they're going to end up making a movie about him. Disney is going to be all over it. You know what they're going to call the movie? They're call they're gonna call it Stetson because Stetson Bennett's performance in the Orange Bowl against Michigan absolutely blew me away. Like I was watching Stetson Bennett and I was like, "Who is this?" And as a matter of fact, his performance against Michigan was so great that I'm no longer going to call him Stetson Bennett. Stetson Bennett's new name to me is Sir Stetson. Sir Stetson went out against Michigan and he proved me and a lot of other people wrong. You see, the narrative about Georgia going into this year was that the only way they can win a national championship or be able to compete is if they started JT Daniels. Well, JT Daniels started against Clemson and then he ended up having some injury problems and then we don't really know 
what has happened since then because Stetson Bennett has been the starting QB ever since that has went down and you know a lot of people were saying that you know Stetson Bennett is good enough to get you to the championship game but he's not good enough to win you a championship well he kind of proved a lot of dollars wrong in the semifinal round against Michigan because if somebody were to tell you that Georgia was going to win that game because of Stetson Bennett's crazy performance they probably would have looked at you and said huh they probably if you would have asked a Georgia fan or somebody who is a non-Georgia fan how Georgia was going to beat Michigan they probably going to they probably were going to say well Georgia's probably going to dominate Michigan on the ground they're probably going to run for over 200 rushing yards and Stetson Bennett probably is going to be a good game manager not going to turn the football over only going to be able to do what's asked of him well no it was completely different like Georgia won that game because of Stetson Bennett like from the first opening drive like Stetson Bennett or Sir Stetson, excuse me, was throwing absolute dots. So for Sir Stetson, I'm never going to doubt him again. Like he went out against a really good Michigan defense, one of the best defenses in college football and lit them up. Meanwhile, when you look at Alabama, there are a lot of Alabama fans who were saying that, oh, Alabama's going to win this game because the spread came out for this game. And as of right now, Georgia is a favorite again, like they were going into the SEC championship game, but Georgia's only a two and a half point favorite. And you got a lot of Georgia fans saying that, oh, here they go again, Dallas, Alabama. Alabama's going to win again because what does Nick Saban call it? Rat poison. They're doubting Alabama again. When are people going to learn to stop doubting Nick Saban because he's going to use this and the team is going to use this and they're going to end up beating Georgia again? And what blows me about that comment is that Alabama fans say this and they say, oh, Alabama being underdogs is going to motivate Alabama. But do people not realize that Kirby Smart is going to be just as motivated as Nick Saban? Like, Kirby Smart, here's what a lot of people are saying in the media. Oh, Kirby isn't good enough to get it done. Kirby can't beat his former employer. Or Georgia would never be able to beat Alabama until Nick Saban retires. Like, Kirby Smart hears that. Kirby Smart and that Georgia football team are just as motivated to win this game as Alabama. They don't care about the point spread. They know what happened last time in the SEC championship game. Like, it really just kind of annoys me how Alabama fans keep pushing this narrative that they win every game simply because they're underdogs. When Georgia has that underdog mentality too, they're looking at that point spread and they're not giving a hoot about it because they remember what happened in the SEC championship game. They got humbled. They got beat soundly by Alabama. And Alabama was able to somewhat, after having a struggling offensive line all season, struggled against Auburn, struggled against Arkansas, what what did their offensive line do? Coach Nick Saban, the greatest head coach in college football history, and his offensive line coach, Doug Monroe, were able to find some way, somehow, the completely neutralized that Georgia pass rush in the SEC championship game. Now, the question is, can they do it again? Because I, to be real with you, don't think there's another way that that Alabama team has another performance on the offensive line against Georgia's defensive line like they did in the SEC championship game and this national championship game against Georgia. This defensive line is just too good just to get neutralized by the same team twice. I'm not saying that it can't happen. I'm just saying that I doubt that it it will happen. I really feel like Georgia's defensive line is going to have a way better showing in this national championship game versus what they did in the SEC championship game because it's just so much talent and it's too much talent for this Georgia new 
um, Georgia defensive line to get neutralized twice by the same team. On top of that, Look at Stetson Bennett. He played a lot better against Michigan than what he did in the SEC championship game. And he didn't play bad in the SEC championship game. But what hurt him is that he had a couple of throws that got away from him. He ended up turning the football over. And the advantage went to the Crimson Tide. So for Stetson Bennett, if he plays the same way against Alabama like he did in the Orange Bowl against Michigan, Georgia is going to be way better offensively than what they were in their last outing. On top of that, Kirby Smart and his staff, I'm pretty sure they're going to make adjustments. They're going to go back and they're going to watch that film. I'm pretty sure as we're speaking right now, and you're watching this video right now, that Kirby Smart and Georgia are watching film as we speak and that they're already planning on making adjustments because this is a really talented Georgia team. This is a re There is a reason why Vegas has... Georgia as a two and a half point favorite and it's not because all oh, they're doubting Nick Saban It's because when you look at this Georgia team and you look at this Georgia defensive line Vegas is probably saying okay Alabama had a great performance the first time they played but Vegas probably doubts that Georgia's defensive line is going to get manhandled up front by Alabama for a second time on top of that you look at how the Alabama defense performed against Cincinnati. It was a really good showing. As a matter of fact, Alabama's defense against Cincinnati kind of exceeded my expectations because I thought that Cincinnati would at least be able to put 20 up on Alabama's all on Alabama's defense, but that wasn't the case. Like Desmond Ritter pretty much had no time to throw. Their defensive line was dominating Cincinnati up front, so it was a physical mismatch from the opening kickoff that we saw out of Cincinnati compared to Alabama. Me while you look at the Georgia Alabama uh, matchup, they're pretty much evenly matched. There is a lot of talent on both sides of the football up front. However, offensive line play is going to be incredibly critical for Alabama to win this game. And Nick Saban did it once, but can he do it twice? That's the question. Now, Georgia's secondary got a lot of criticism after their loss against Alabama in the SEC championship game because Bryce Young went off, and Bryce Young was probably 80% of the reason why Alabama was able to conquer Georgia in their first matchup because that, pre that whole game was pretty much Bryce Young's Heisman moment, like... Before the SEC championship game, it was a big debate over who was going to win the Heisman Trophy because there wasn't really somebody in college football this year, or at least a Heisman finalist, who really had a Heisman moment that had that moment that said, okay, he is going to win the Heisman this year. Well, Bryce Young had a complete game when his whole game was pretty much the Heisman moment. Like, there was nothing that Bryce Young could do wrong against Georgia in their first encounter, and their secondary got absolutely shredded. Well, is that going to happen the second go around? Because the difference is that Alabama is going to be without John Mechie. Now, I'm not questioning the other wide receivers that Alabama has on the roster because Georgia fans are going to say, man, JT, we're going to shut down Alabama's passing attack the second go around because the difference is that they had Jamison Williams and John Mechie in the SEC championship game. Now they only have Jamison Williams. Well, that is true. But one thing about Alabama is that even though Alabama has freshman wide receivers who are inexperienced and don't really have a lot of, um, you know, bona fide moments this season, one thing about Alabama is that their freshmen always step up in big moments. You remember Devontae Smith in the national championship game against Georgia last time they matched up in the championship game? Um, Devontae Smith caught the game-winning touchdown. He was a true freshman. So 
But these true freshman wide receivers that Alabama has, if you're a Georgia fan, do not sleep on them because the Crimson Tide, I don't know how they do this and how it happens, but it seems like every time the moment is big and they need somebody to make a big play their true freshmen or their freshman players always step up and you look at freshman wide receiver Ja'Cory Brooks he had a pretty good game against Cincinnati he caught a touchdown he also caught a big touchdown against Auburn to send the game into overtime so he's definitely somebody to take notice of but is this Georgia secondary going to be more improved in this game compared to what they were in the championship game previously now you look at Alabama secondary and you look at the fact that how Brock Bowers pretty much destroyed Alabama's defense single-handedly like he pretty much was the only player doing damage in the passing game for Georgia and how is Alabama going to game plan to shut him down because he was a one-man wrecking crew against Michigan on top of that you have to look at the fact that Georgia has a lot of great talent in the receiving core. Okay, they have one of my favorite wide receivers in all of college football, George Pickens. He had a pretty good game against Michigan. And you got to remember that when George Pickens came back in the SEC championship game, he was still trying to get back into the floor of things because I don't know if that was his first game back or not, but he had like an injury in spring, which kept him out for the whole duration of the regular season. So when I saw him playing the SEC championship game, I was like, hmm, when did George Pickens come back? So I expect George Pickens to have a big impact on this game compared to last time. I just feel like this Georgia offense is going to have a way better performance in this game compared to the last occasion when these two teams met. Now, obviously, we know that Nick Saban is a mastermind. This guy is a football fanatic. I don't know how he did it the first time, but he's going to have to be able to do it again. And it's easy to do things once. It's harder to do things for a second time. So what is the game plan going to be for Nick Saban in this Alabama offense again? Because are you going to be able to run the football for over 200 yards like you did against Cincinnati? I'm not really sure about that because I'm pretty sure that this Georgia run defense that has been dominated all year is probably going to find a way to slow down Brian Robinson and that Alabama rushing attack in this matchup. Then on top of that, you can probably say the same thing for Georgia, okay? Are they going to be able to have more success running the football in this game than what they did in their last occasion? On top of that, you have to take into the fact that Georgia is a different breed when it comes to their defensive line. Like, they have a lot of freaks, and I talk about this guy every single video I talk about when it comes to Georgia. Jordan Davis, this dude is a monster. They slowed him down once. Are they going to be able to do it again? Going to be really interesting. Now, what is going to be the narrative if Georgia once again comes short of beating Alabama? Are people going to continue to call Kirby Smart overrated? Because I don't think Kirby Smart is overrated. Like, I don't think there's no shame in not being able to defeat the greatest coach in all time and Nick Saban. Like, I'm not saying I'm going to give Kirby Smart a pass if they lose this game because obviously they're a favorite going into this game. Everybody predicted them to win a national championship before the season started. So Kirby Smart probably is going to have a lot of pressure on him in this game. And the quite the be real with you... I think that Georgia and Kirby Smart are finally going to be able to get the job done. And that's why I'm taking Georgia to beat Alabama in this game. I'm going to take Georgia to win 27 
220 is going to be my final score prediction in this game. I know a lot of Bama fans are going to say, man, JT, we already beat Georgia once. We can do it again. And yes, that is possible. I'm not saying that Alabama can't win. But all I'm saying is that it's going to be way more difficult to beat Georgia the second go around compared to what it was the first time. Because in life, it's easy to have success doing things once. It's even harder to do it again and again and again. It's hard to replicate success time in and time out. And we know Alabama has done it again and again, but this Georgia team is going to be more prepared. On top of that, they're going to make adjustments. They're going to go back. They're going to watch that film. I don't think that Nick Saban is going to continue to be Kirby Smart. I believe that Kirby Smart is eventually going to end up getting one up on Nick Saban. And I think that this is going to be the game that it happens. I'm taking Georgia to defeat Alabama. And I have Georgia winning the national championship game. So you guys let me know who you guys have winning this game down in the comment section down below. Make sure that you guys go ahead, like the video, subscribe to the channel for more college football videos and NFL content. Also, make sure that you guys check out the JT Sports Podcast podcast every video that's uploaded on the channel is available in the audio format on every single podcasting platform apple podcast spotify podcast google podcast wherever you get your podcast from the jt sports podcast is available all you got to do is go to any podcasting platform that you prefer type in the jt sports podcast and it should pop up or you can go down to the link in the description down below and it will take you to the Apple and Spotify podcast. Make sure that you go ahead and leave a five-star review. And I appreciate you guys for listening to this episode of the JT Sports Podcast.